What is up, you beautiful human? Hello and welcome back to the Raw, Real and Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Beck Antonucci. I have a question to kickstart this podcast episode today. And the question is, it is relatable to the episode and it also could not be depending on what context you ask yourself the question. But the question is, how do you set yourself up for success in your life? And I ask you that off the back of my weekend in and out of Singapore. I chose to fly to Singapore primarily for visa purposes, but the reason that I chose to fly to Singapore rather than choosing to fly to Perth was to ensure that I continue on my aligned forward path and I keep taking, that I continue on my aligned path and I keep taking forward steps into the unknown and into the discomfort and a concern of mine that I had if I was to choose to fly back to Perth because there is a part of me that would love to see Kobe. Hey, everyone's like, what do you miss about Perth? I'm like, my sister's dog, (laughs) my sister's dog, my sister's dog. I want to play catch. (laughs) I want to play piggy in the middle with Kobe. That is what I miss about Perth. They're like, anything else? I'm like, piggy in the middle with Kobe. (laughs) So there was a true and real part of me that wanted to fly back to Perth so I could play with Kobe. And there was also a concern of mine that I felt that if I went back to Perth too soon, would I choose to revert back to past behaviors that aren't serving and supporting my life, my life right now? Would I choose to contact people and essentially a certain human that it's really important for me right now and to him that we maintain distance and space. And for that reason, I said to myself, when you exit the country for the purposes of visa, let's make sure that you just don't go back to Perth for now. And so I had a lovely weekend in Singapore and I would love for you to ask yourself that question. Do you set yourself up for success? Today's podcast episode is the 10 lessons that I have received through the vehicle of podcasting and not just podcasting, but through the vehicle of consistently podcasting for one entire year. That's 52 episodes released at the same time every single Monday, incredible guests building an incredible community, speaking about the topics that set my heart on fire and speak with the desire to penetrate yours so that we can all live freely, expressively, courageously, bravely. These lessons are not unique to podcasting, which is why when I was reflecting on these lessons, I said to myself, I cannot not share these lessons with my raw, real and vulnerable community because they're so instrumental for an incredible, thriving, powerful life. If you love this episode, please screenshot it, share it to your story, tag me, share your favorite lesson that I share with you. And you know that I love, love, love connecting with you. So whether it's a public share and tag or it's a private message in my DMs about what you uniquely received from each and every episode, I personally get so much, like I get just fizzed from within when you send me and share with me what you receive from each episode. 52 episodes, I'm so freaking proud. I spent the weekend celebrating in Singapore to really honour this episode today. Thank you for being here every step of the way. Let's bring on another year together. Strap yourself in. Let's fucking go.
I am sitting here in my beautiful villa in Perenanen, which is only one suburb outside of Chengdu. And if you have been on my Instagram, you will know that I have an upstairs that overlooks all of these beautiful rice fields. And every morning when I wake up, I order my coffee and I sit up there with my journal and my pen and I write. And this morning I was reflecting on the fact that only a few short weeks ago, I had hit 12 months of podcasting, 52 episodes of podcasting, releasing a podcast episode at the same time every single week. And as I was sitting there tuning into the pride that I feel when I think about that and the community that I have impacted and connected with, thinking about that, I wrote down lessons that I have received through the podcast and the journey of podcasting. And as I was journaling this and writing it all down, I thought to myself, I can't not share this with you because the lessons that I received are not podcasting specific. I know some of you might, but not all of you desire to have a podcast. As I was reading these lessons, I thought to myself, this is for the woman to receive, for us to hear so that we can go and take these lessons and apply them to our lives. So with no further ado, strap yourself in because we're going to go there. Lesson number one that I have received from 12 months of podcasting is something that really landed for me so powerfully last year. I actually, I was on one of those running machines that doesn't run for you, but it runs with you and it isn't automated. But as you run, I'm not sure if you've seen it, it's kind of like a U shape. I do not like running. I would never consider myself to be a runner. But in my gym in Perth, Western Australia, I started running on this thing and I was like, this kind of feels good. I've never run before. And oh my God, I actually can run. I'm not as bad as I thought that I was. And I was on this running machine once and I heard a voice that said, just get off. You're bored now. Like I've always said, running is boring. Running is so boring. Why do people like running? It's boring. And as I was on this machine, I'm running and I heard this voice that said, ah, you can jump off now. A trainer walked past me and on the back of his jumper, it said, consistency creates excellence. And I read that and I said to myself, no, Rebecca, we're going to stay on longer. And as I was running, one foot in front of the other, pounding, 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 every time I thought to quit, I would say to myself, consistency creates excellence. And that has been something that's stuck with me ever since. And it really is my first lesson of the podcast as well. Consistency really does create excellence. Rebecca in her 20s really screwed herself trying to go places fast. I would see the mountain, I would see the top of the mountain, and I would see the top of the mountain as the best place to be. And I would really discredit every single step that it would take to get there. And I looked at step one, two, and three as totally boring. How can I get there fast? How can I achieve rapid transformation? What are the top five steps to get from unfulfilled in my body to having a ripped six-pack? And so I would go on fad diets. I would restrict food. I would exercise three, four, five hours a day. And I would get places fast, but then I would end up 10 steps behind when I couldn't sustain the output that I was putting into whatever it is that I was doing. Life is a marathon, not a sprint. My podcast is a marathon, not a sprint. I'm not trying to, I desire for this podcast to hit the ears and hearts of millions of women worldwide, to ignite a fire within your bellies, that fire to be courage, bravery, passion, aliveness, so that you can commit to your own unique life path and live your life bravely, courageously, expressively. Someone said to me, is it a herpes podcast? I was like, well, no. I mean, we talk about herpes, fuck yeah, you know I love that topic and I don't know anyone who dives into it like I do, but no, it's not a herpes-specific podcast. Yes, there are so many women all around the world who tune into this who do not carry the virus. Some of my clients who do not carry the herpes virus say to me, I still listen to all your herpes-specific episodes. I just resonate the herpes virus with whatever my unique vehicle is. 
because the emotional experience is the same, stigma, shame, unworthiness, not feeling good enough, feeling unlovable, feeling like I won't achieve acceptance in the world, feeling like I can't express myself fully or someone might reject me. Yeah, of course I listen to it. There's so many lessons attached to listening to that episode for me. Even though you're speaking about herpes, you're not really speaking about herpes. And I'm like, yes, that woman who says that to me, you get it. And so the whole ethos of consistency creates excellence for me is one foot in front of the other, looking at the first step for me to walk up that mountain and seeing the first step just as valuable as the top. Because if all I'm trying to do is get to the top of the mountain, I'm always going to fuck myself. And I bet once I get there, in fact, I know once I get there, the top of the mountain won't even bring me the feeling that I think that my ego, that my personality thinks the top of the mountain is going to bring. What is it going to bring? Well, when I have the perfect body, then I will love myself. Then I will accept myself. Then I will be good enough. Then men will like and love me. Then I will be accepted in society and then people will praise me. And because they praise me, then I will love me well. We have all gone down that route of trying to achieve something, getting there and it not being the thing. For me, it's been the body. It's been the car. It's been the business. It's been the boyfriend. Working, working, working from the energetic of I'm not good enough, that outside in-game. Once I get that, then I will be worthy. Mm, No, 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 no. And that's why we're trying to rush our way to there. Where even is there? Where are we trying to get to? Why are we trying to get there so fast? What do we think is going to happen once we are there that's going to alleviate us from whatever we are thinking and feeling in the now? So how can I be the energy of what I desire to attract? What is my intention into what I am doing and whatever result I am attempting to achieve? An incredible podcast that hits the ears and hearts of millions of women all over the world. I can't fucking fast track my way to that success. The healthy, perfect, fit, spur body with the abs and the this and the that. We all know that a fad diet absolutely fucks us, fucks our metabolism, fucks our mental health, fucks our self-worth. So what is the only way to truly achieve the desired outcome that we're all here for? One foot in front of the other. Consistency creates excellence. The slow lane is actually the fast lane because life is a marathon, not a fucking sprint. And anywhere that I'm trying to get to really fast is usually from an energy of lack, desperation, and unworthiness. Lesson number two, ask God for a sign when you need to make big decisions. And some of you may not resonate with the word God. For me, God is a force field of energy that lives outside of me, that reminds me of the power and the force that lives within me. For you, it might be universe, spirit, higher consciousness, higher power, Jesus, Allah, Buddha, Krishna, I say God. And when I am conflicted with big decisions, I sit in meditation. Now, it doesn't have to be some big, massive thing. It's not an hour, trust me. I cannot sit for an hour. I'm like, get me out of here. But it could be two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. And what I do is I sit and I visualize. And I actually haven't shared this with all of you, but I went through a period of time where I was like, should I just quit the podcast? My operations manager, Mon, she goes, you shouldn't track the goodness of your podcast based on how many people are sharing it on Instagram. But I was witnessing a lot of my friends and industry professionals. I was like, all of their podcasts get shared and screenshot and everyone writes about how good it is. And no one's been sharing mine. My podcast is shit. And we're having a team meeting. Mon's life coaching me. Mon's like, mm, I don't think we should really track how great your podcast is doing based on shares on Instagram, Rebecca. I was like, I am. (laughs) And so I had this week or two of self-doubt and it was six or seven months in. I had a week where I was like, I'm going to quit it. 
it was just before I went to America and I said to myself, I think I might quit the podcast. And I spoke to Mon and I told her that. And she goes, okay, I don't know if that's really a good idea, but it's your business, your podcast, you do what you need to do. And so I said to myself, no, I'm going to sit in meditation for a week and visualize. Remember, I've had this lingering voice, like a cloud around my head that has told me about this podcast called Raw, Real and Vulnerable for years. So there is a part of my higher knowing that knows that this podcast is meant to be here. And so I meditated and I visualized and I also asked God for a sign. I said, please, God, send me a sign to know that continuing with the podcast is a right aligned decision for me. Well, no shit. I was still in Perth. This is a week before I went to America. Every single day for seven days, God sent me a different woman to walk up to me to tell me how much they love listening to the podcast. I had not had one woman walk up to me in public and tell me about the podcast ever. But once I said, God, I am requesting a sign to support me to know what is the next right aligned decision for me to take every day. I was in yellow before I had moved. A woman comes up to me in the coffee shop. I love your podcast. I listen every single week. I was in a bar in Mount Lawley and I sat down with a group of women from Pilates and a client of mine from 10 years ago sees me, comes up and goes, Beck, you are so brave. I listen to every single episode for an entire week, not on Instagram, not on the internet. Women coming up to me in person telling me how much they love the podcast and listen to it. A week later, she goes, are we quitting the podcast? I was like, no, we are not quitting the podcast. She goes, what changed? I go, I asked God for signs and he sent me seven different women. She's like, I'm very happy for you. So my, And this is actually a practice of mine that I integrate into my life when I'm really conflicted. When I was really conflicted about the big Jake decision, really conflicted. And before I was going into breathwork, I did the exact same thing. I visualized, I asked God for a sign. Well, God sent me two humans to my life two days before the breathwork to really activate this energy within me that was so much shock and surprise. Obviously, I was desiring a more tapped-in experience of my sexual liberation. And on a Friday, I was at Armo Spa. I was going to the breathwork the next day, and I had asked God to send me signs. And I'm in this jacuzzi. I had done an ice bath, a sauna. I'm in the jacuzzi, and I walk in, and there's this woman sitting there with all of these braids. And I walk in, she looks me up and down. And I sit down in the spa and she turns to me and she's like, you are the most beautiful woman I have ever seen. And I was like, oh, thank you. I think so too. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there and then she comes over to me and she basically hits on me. And she's like, I'm a bisexual and I'm this and I'm that. And I was like, she's like, are you in a relationship? I'm like, well, kind of trying to figure out where my partner and I are at right now. And I experienced all of this turn on in my body. And I was like, oh. and she tried to get me in the shower with her. I was like, oh my God. I was like, God, stop it. Even if Jake and I are not fully in, I'm still loyal and in until I'm not in, stop. And it was also someone that I would not normally be attracted to. So that was really impactful for me. And I was like, hold on, this happened two days in a row where God sent certain humans on my path to activate this energy within me like arousal that I have been desiring for this entire time with Jake that I haven't been experiencing with Jake. And I said to myself afterwards, I think I was praying to myself on the Saturday, like, send me more signs. And God was like, I literally just sent you two fucking people. Like, I think for a day, I fell in love with my Muay Thai trainer, who is not at all my type, but he was a nationality that I'm not attracted to. He's small, he's slender, but he's just like, cool. He's this bad boy, patient Malaysian. He's married. 
But for a day, I was like, oh my God, I'm so in love with my personal trainer. <laughs> and it's gone now because God just sent me that sign for that day. But I was like, what the fuck is going on? And as I was praying to God for even more signs, God was like, I already fucking sent you two people that you're not attracted to, to create all of this arousal within you, to point you towards the direction of your dreams and show you what you really want. How many fucking more signs, Rebecca Antonucci, do you want me to send you? And I was like, oh, all right, God, I'll start listening. Can you send me a shinier sign, a larger sign, a bigger sign? And then afterwards, the personal trainer is obviously not creating that same arousal within me because I don't need the sign anymore. But I was like, what the fuck is happening? So when you're conflicted about big life decisions, sit in meditation and request that a force outside of you sends you signs to nudge you forward on your online path. Lesson number three, don't do it alone. Again, all of these lessons are not podcast specific. I have the most incredible team who just has my back with this podcast. Support is so invaluable. The same as my breakup. I could not have gone through my breakup without having a community of friends around me and a nervous system mentor to support me to navigate the pains of this separation. All of my safety wanted to grip and grasp so much onto that relationship. My safety was so willing to sacrifice my pleasure, so willing to sacrifice my aliveness, so willing to sacrifice my arousal and my desire and my desire for adventure. There was a part of my safety that was like, just fucking sit in this boring as batshit home in Perth all day long while you wait for your partner to come home 16 hours later in hope that maybe in a few years' time you will eventually experience with him the adventure, the aliveness, the passion, the turn on that you're craving because he's your best friend. And so that voice was really overriding, powerfully overriding my woman who was like, fuck no, <laughs> let's go chase our mission, our aliveness, our pleasure, our desire, our turn on. Let's go live from an open, brave, unguarded, alive heart. If he wants to come for that journey, he can leave his experience because do you want to buy into working 16 hours a day, spending all day indoors, hustling and scarcity and lack? Or do you desire to dive into the life that you actually created for yourself? Do you want to live self-abandoning while you support a man to live his mission and abandon your own? No. My woman was like, no, Rebecca Antonucci, you do not want to do that. So what did I get to do? I got to surround myself with support. What have I done for this podcast? I have surrounded myself with support, a team of people who know how to do what I desire to do. And this is kind of a segue, but it's still lesson number three. Invest in someone who has done what you want to do so that you do not need to reinvent the wheel. So many of us try and do it for ourselves. are trying to pave a path that's already been mapped out for us. Literally, you are not going through anything. Let me say this loud and clear. You are not going through anything that someone else in the world has not gone through and broken through. So you sitting there in your dark hole trying to figure it the fuck out is a waste of your time and resources. Invest in someone who has already done it. If you can't invest, read the book of someone who has already done it. Listen to the podcast of someone who has already done it. Follow the Instagram of someone who has already done it. Like the herpes virus, for example. When I found out I test positive for herpes, I scrolled the internet. I was on YouTube. I'm like, who has done it before me so that they can pave a way forward for me? I couldn't find anyone. No, this can sound really obnoxious. They just didn't remind me of me. I wanted a really beautiful woman, someone who was sexy, someone who looked like she gave a shit what people thought about her. I wanted her to make a stand for me. 
I couldn't find her. So I paved that way for myself. But now you don't need to pave a new path for you. I've already mapped out the steps. If you can't get into my world in terms of my group work or my one-on-one mentorships or my workshops, then consume the content, read the Instagram posts, watch all the stories. There is so much there to support you to have breakthrough all on your own. For anyone that wants to start a podcast, there are podcast teams who have done it successfully for hundreds of thousands of podcasts all around the world. Go and ask the person who has done it and ask them, hey, even if you can't afford to work with them, what is the first step that you think that I should take that would just move the needle a little bit to support me to get to where I desire to go to? You do not need to reinvent the wheel. Support is invaluable. I could not do Raw, Real and Vulnerable without my incredible team around me, supporting me, igniting my flame and fueling my fire. Lesson number four, just get started. Meet the universe halfway and the universe will open up doors for you. You can apply this to any fucking thing in life. Some people are sitting there like, I want my aligned partner to meet me. And then you never go out. You never chat to men. You never go on dating apps. You're just sitting in your home, just like hoping the delivery man's going to knock on your door and be Prince Charming. Like meet the universe halfway. Some of you want clients in whatever it is that you do, but you never ask someone to work with you. Some of you desire a podcast, but are just sitting there being like, well, I don't know. I don't know what a microphone is. I don't know what an app is. I'm not good at technology. I'm not good at social media. I'm not this, I'm not that. And you have all of these limitations, but you don't take any fucking action. Some of you are broke, but don't read any books about investing. And just segueing back to what I said before, so many of us have started from rock fucking bottom financially and created from that place. So you are not going through anything that someone else has not experienced for themselves and broken through and free from. So you get to follow those people and learn for yourself because that means that if it's possible for them, it's possible for you too. Now, if you do not take any action, then nothing's going to fucking change. I want to change my life, but I don't want to do anything about it. I want a healthy body, but I never want to go to the gym or eat a salad. Like you get to meet the universe halfway so that the universe can meet you back and open some doors for you. Lesson number five, just because the external world is not responding does not mean that people are not watching and listening. So. This is specifically for the women who are desiring to have a podcast, have a business, share authentically online. There can be a lot of story around. No one's listening. No one cares. No one's responding. No one's commenting. No one's liking. And just like I shared about that week where I thought about quitting, and then after that, so many women, when I requested the sign coming up and affirming to me, I am listening. We create all of this story. No one cares. My voice isn't important. My podcast isn't good enough. I haven't blown up in 10 seconds, therefore I should quit. I'm not the Aubrey Marcus show yet. Seriously, I'm not Joe Rogan. You've just got started and you have no idea whose ears you're impacting, whose hearts you're touching. If you're committed to your why and your vision and you keep leaning in, you might be pleasantly surprised about the number of women and men who are truly listening to what you have to say. I believe that we all have our own unique soul signature. And there are certain names that I have written on my heart who vice versa have my heart written on theirs who are meant to find the podcast. Now, provided that I always show up, the universe will make sure that this podcast gets into their ears and penetrates their hearts. It's up to me to show up. It's not up to my personality to be like, I need millions of downloads before it's good enough and I need all of Instagram to share and tag and share the link and say how much they love this episode for it to be worthy. I just get to keep showing up. And trust that is impacting the women who are meant to hear. You've got your ego account 
or you've got your soul account, make sure that you are filling up deposits in your soul account, the ego account. I mean, of course, I want the podcast to be shared as far and wide as possible. And even on the days that it's not, it doesn't mean that it's not creating impact. Lesson number six, what we judge ourselves for, others will see and witness in inspiration and or compassion. I had an episode go live. It was just when I very first started. I think it was episode number five, and it was about recovering from $100,000 of debt and leaving my home. This conversation was so important to me. When I listened to the episode back, I really felt like I did myself such a disservice, and I was so embarrassed. And when I heard it back, I contacted the team. I was like, we can't release it. I don't want it to go live. And I made this whole thing about it. And Alicia, the owner of TBC, she got on a call with me and really nurtured me through it. And there was just so much judgment that came up for me in that episode. And I had so much fear around sharing it. I thought I humiliated myself. I embarrassed myself. My high performer was so mad at myself. Like that conversation was so important. You fucked it. And it's interesting That episode was one of the episodes that received the most feedback, the most likes, the most comments, the most downloads, the most shares of them all. And I went through a full process around the judgment of self that I held. And it was so interesting that others heard it in compassion and or inspiration. So know that your judgments are about you. And just because you're judging yourself, it does not mean that other people are judging you too. Lesson number seven, your authentic expression is a magnet for the community that you yearn for. A lot of the women that I attract are deeply yearning for and desiring their soul-aligned, empowered community. And I believe that through my authentic expression, I magnetize towards me all of the women who are always meant to hear my message, and I will repel anyone who is not meant for my journey. And I can apply that to anything. I can apply that to the podcast. I can apply that to friendship. I can apply that to dating and relationship. My authentic expression is my magnet. And the more that I give myself permission to be me, the more that I will align to me the people who were always meant to walk this life path with me too. Lesson number eight, if you do not ask, the answer will always be no. So as I shared, I desire for this podcast to impact the ears and penetrate the hearts of millions of women all around the world. That requires me to ask for support. It requires me to ask that the podcast gets shared that if it impacts you, that you share it to your story, that you comment about it, that you talk about it, that you request that your friends listen to it, that you download it, that you review it. If I don't ask, and so this is a request right now, if this podcast has impacted you in a way, I would love for you to share it publicly so that other women can hear my message and liberate themselves. Women have shared with me that in their darkest moments, they have found the podcast and it has freed them from pain. So through your sharing, This podcast literally gets to save lives. And so I'm requesting powerfully right now, please, if one of these 52 episodes has impacted you immensely, I would love for this episode today to be shared and for you to share how this podcast has specifically, uniquely impacted you. We get to ask and be unattached to the outcome. High intention. My intention is that I deserve to ask. I desire for the podcast to be shared worldwide and impact the ears and penetrate the hearts of millions of women worldwide. And I cannot base my worth on getting a yes from my request. Lesson number nine, progress over perfection. So I never shared this with all of you, but Stephanos's podcast was impacted by Bali Wi-Fi. And I was really disappointed. I was so excited to interview him. And it was still an incredible podcast. 
And I received a few messages. My family all listened to the podcast, obviously. And my sister and my mum messaged me back after Stephanos's podcast episode got released. And they said it was an incredible episode and the audio wasn't the greatest on this one. And he was probably someone that I would consider doing air quotes right now, a bigger guest. And I was just like, I can't believe on such an important guest episode, the Wi-Fi just really fucked me. And it doesn't dilute the potency of the message. It isn't going to be a reason that you choose to continue listening or not. And it's better that I still continue to take steps forward than require every single step to be so perfect. Imagine if I listened to it back. I knew after I recorded it, that probably wasn't the greatest audio quality of all time. And I could totally sabotage myself and say, let's not fucking release it. Or I say, hey, no, not everything's meant to be perfect. This is what happened today. What can I learn from this experience? And I'm still going to take steps forward. And I get to still share my heart, even when it's not perfect. Lesson number 10, it's not about you. So this podcast is to impact you. This podcast is not about me. This podcast is about sharing my heart, my lessons, my triumphs, my tribulations, my herpes virus, my dating pains, my relationship breakdowns, my heart, my pleasure, my arousal, my desires, my aliveness, my potency, my commitment to my business, my commitment to my team. The purpose of sharing it is not just to fucking talk shit about myself. If I was just sitting here talking about me so I could just talk about me, you probably all wouldn't listen. This is about me talking about me so I can make it about you so that you can receive. And the more that we make our lives not about us all the time, our journey is not about us. I remember when I was going through the herpes virus, one of my mentors, Miriam Brewer, used to say, this isn't about you, Rebecca. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean, bitch, that it's not about me? It is about me. And every time I went to go into my turtle shell, I'm like, I'm never fucking sharing this with the world. She would just turn around and say to me, stop making it about you. This is bigger than you, Rebecca. This impact, this mission is bigger than you, Rebecca. The lives that you're about to save, the women's lives that you're about to change, Rebecca. Stop making it about you. When you desire to make massive impact and your smaller self comes through loud and clear, my invitation, my request for you is to say to yourself, this isn't about me. This is bigger than me. In fact, one of my clients, she's a new coach, she started to make all of her coaching calls about herself, whether she's good enough, whether their breakthroughs are big enough. I shared with her, when you're on that call, who are you making it about in that moment? So I'm making it about me. And what are you showing up to that call for? Well, I'm showing up to be in service to them. Yes. So what can you do for yourself just prior to the call to request from God, higher power, higher source, higher consciousness, the energy of, I'm not showing up in service to myself today. I'm showing up to liberate me, but remind myself that this isn't about me so I can free myself and others in the process of sharing my authentic truth. And a bonus lesson for all of you, because this is something that I can quickly forget, my identity of the high performer can often be like, what's next? What's next? Was it good enough? What's next? I know I just launched True Transformation. That was my biggest launch yet. And there was a part of me that said, okay, let's move on to the retreat now. And no, we get to stop and truly celebrate everything that you have created, big and small. Celebrate the micro wins, celebrate the milestones, celebrate the micro wins, celebrate the stepping stones. Remember that every single stepping stone is a step forward towards a milestone. But if we only celebrate the milestones, then we're never going to fucking get there. There was so much time, energy, attention, intention put into creating the milestone achievements that we're all working towards in life. And so if you can keep coming back to your own celebration of yourself, every step that occurred along the way, the good and the quote unquote, the bad, 
the winds and the things that rock us, the bad Wi-Fi, the episodes that we judge, the episodes that didn't go well, the episodes that got shared, we get to celebrate it all because we are becoming someone more of ourselves in the process of our commitment to our vision. My loves, I really truly hope that this served you in a really immense and great capacity. 10 lessons from 12 months of podcasting. Thank you to each and every single one of you for being here and for being such an important part of the raw, real and vulnerable community. You all mean so much to me and let's continue on this incredible journey of impacting the ears and penetrating the hearts of millions of women worldwide so that we can all live free, bravely, courageously and expressively, igniting our own internal fire so that we can all commit to living a life of aliveness and walking our own unique life path. My love, it has been so incredible being here with you today. I will see you next week. Have the most beautiful, brilliant day. Let's fucking go. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're desiring more from me right now, firstly, I love your eagerness. And secondly, let's make it happen. Check out the link in my show notes where you can receive more information on my books, breakthroughs, online webinars, all upcoming courses and programs, and how you can get started on your journey within my world today. I can't wait to be back in your ears next week. And trust me, you won't want to miss this episode.